Hi, Julia here. Before we begin today's episode of Kids Bible in a Year, I have a special message for the parents and adults listening along. Kids, if you're listening alone, go ahead and pause this and get an adult so they can listen too. This episode contains content that may spark questions for your little one. The end of David's life is filled with messes, so the next few episodes will cover some hard topics requiring intentional follow-up conversations. We have done our best to make this podcast best for the kiddos while also remaining biblically faithful, but we also recognize that if you're going to read the Bible, subjects like these are bound to pop up. They are a part of the Bible because they are a part of the real world. If you think it's best to avoid any sensitive topics right now, go ahead and skip this episode. We will have this disclaimer at the beginning of any episode we think may be sensitive. Thanks again for listening. David therefore begged God for the child, and David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. 2 Samuel twelve sixteen. Dear God, thank you for hearing our prayers. Even though you don't always say yes to what we ask for, we know you want what is best for us. You know everything that is in our hearts, and you promise to always give us what we need. Help us to keep trusting you even when we don't understand. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. David repents. In our last story, David slept with Uriah's wife Bathsheba, and she became pregnant. After trying to cover his sin, David had Joab place Uriah in a position to be killed in battle, and David then married Bathsheba. In this story, Nathan the prophet will confront David and his sin, as inspired by 2 Samuel. Hey, this is Joya Sadler. It's great to have you back today for the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today we'll see how sometimes God does not give us what we pray for. And we'll see a great example from David on what to do about it. It just might surprise you. Let's listen in. The Lord spoke to the prophet Nathan concerning David's secret sin and sent Nathan to confront him. When Nathan meets with David, he begins to tell him a story about a rich man with huge flocks of sheep robbing a poor man of his one and only sheep. As David hears the story, he is infuriated at the injustice of this rich man. He even goes as far as to say, The man should die, not realizing the story Nathan was telling was in fact about him. Nathan goes on to tell David that he is the rich man in the story and that because of his sin, killing and murder will plague his family. David begins to repent, and Nathan tells him that God forgives him and he won't die, but his newborn son will. 
Immediately after the conversation, the baby became sick. David then began to fast and pray. He wouldn't leave his room and slept on the floor. For seven days, no one could convince him to move. He just kept crying out that God would save his son. His prayer was that God would have mercy and grace on him. He asked God for forgiveness and new life and the ability to lead rebels home. On the seventh day, the boy died. When David heard the news, he immediately got up, washed his face, combed his hair, and went to the sanctuary and worshipped God. When his servants asked, Why this sudden change? He replied, While the child was alive, I prayed and fasted, believing God might have mercy on me and let the child live. But now he's dead. Why fast? Can I bring him back? He can't come back to me. After he finished worshiping God, David returned to Bathsheba and comforted her, as she too was grieving the death of their child. That night, they conceived another child and named him Solomon. God had a special love for Solomon. Meanwhile, Joab was still in battle against the Ammonites. When he finally had them in the spot he wanted, he sent word for David to come to the battlefield so that it could at least look like the king took part in making this victory happen. When David arrived, he took the crown of the king, which was very heavy with gold, and had a precious stone in it, and placed it on his own head as a sign of power and victory. After plundering the entire town, David put the people to the slave labor of making bricks. After this, he and the whole army of Israel returned to Jerusalem. Well, some sad things happened in today's story, and sometimes it's hard to understand why God does what he does. In fact, the Bible says that the way God does things can sometimes be mysterious. But the good news is we don't have to understand right now. All we have to do is remember that God is God and he is all good. His plan is always the best plan, even when it makes us super sad and even when we think we would have handled things differently. Today, David's friend Nathan comes to give him a message and it's not an easy one to hear. He says, hey David, God saw what you did when you took Uriah's wife and had him killed, and it's not okay. Thankfully, David agrees with him and asks God for forgiveness. And as we learned last time, God forgave him. But David's new baby was very sick and would die. David prayed, prayed, and then prayed some more. The Bible says that David lay on the ground all night begging God to save his baby. But this time, God did not give David what he asked for. The baby died, and David was very, very sad. Now, if this story ended here, it would be awful. But something more happens, something we can learn a lot from. After David cried and felt sad for a while, the Bible tells us that he got up and worshiped God. Wow, can you believe that? Since David knew that God was good and loved him very much, he knew that whatever God chose to do was right. And even though he didn't understand and wanted to keep crying all the time, 
he decided that the best thing to do now was to worship. God was still a good, good father. In fact, David knew that God was so good that his child wasn't really gone. His baby was with God. When David's servants wondered how he could go from praying and begging to worship so quickly, he said it was because he knew God had the baby safe and one day David would see his child again. David and Bathsheba had another baby and named him Solomon. This baby would grow up to build God's temple and would one day be known as the wisest man to ever live. But let's stop and think about this for a minute. Have you ever felt a little like David? Maybe there's something you asked God for and like David, you didn't get it. Maybe it was healing for someone you love, helping with problems in your family, or something else you really, really wanted God to do. It's so important to remember that even though God did not answer your prayer the way you wanted, He loves you very, very much. He sees your sadness and He cares about you. There are just some things about God that we won't understand until we get to heaven one day. If there are things about the Bible or God you don't understand, write them down today. Ask the questions you will ask Jesus one day when you see him face to face. Keep those questions in a special place and remember one day you will understand more. Then do what David did, worship. Sing a song to God about how great He is and tell Him you love Him. Take a walk outside and look at all the things He's created. Remember all the blessings God has given you and thank Him. This will help you remember how good He really is. Thanks for being with me today and listening to more of David's story. Next time we will hear all about David's son, Absalom, and how they dealt with some big family problems. Let's say it together. The Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. Enjoyed the podcast? Leave a review to help other parents discover us and spread the gospel around the world. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.